0: Welcome to Del Becker's Thoughts, the ultimate guide to navigating the twists and turns of love and relationships. I am your host, Del and each episode we will explore the complexities of modern romance, share expert insights, and dish out practical advice, whether you're single, in a relationship, or just curious about the matters of the heart. This podcast is your safe space for all things love. Let them back on this journey of connection, growth, and understanding together. Welcome to another episode of Delbecca's Thoughts. How did your week go? How's your month been so far? We are done with the holiday rush and all the excitement, and right after the holidays. Those bills were due and I hope you're able to get (laughs) around to those after having an exciting holiday season. I hope you are well paced and balanced now. Well, I am. I miss the holidays already but apparently I cannot get enough of it and I'm already looking forward to the next one. Welcome to today's episode of Dale Beckett's Thoughts. Sit back. I'll be right back. Okay, well, after about a decade of debating, looks like we are not through with trying to understand and navigating the table. What do I mean? You know, this table that everyone talks about, what does a woman bring to the table? What should she meet on the table when a relationship commences? What a man is to bring to the table? What is this table? Like, okay, women are saying they are the table, so they're not bringing anything to the table. The debate is endless. Some are funny, some are irritating, some are just downright confusing. Like, wait, what? Well, I have brought update about the table. Turns out that... All this time when men are talking about the table, the table, the table, and there's been so many miscommunication about what is required on the table, a few has have been able to clarify in the past few weeks that, well, even though the common knowledge is, yes, when we are asking a woman, what do you bring to the table? And women find that question very insulting and degrading, and they just throw a whole tantrum in trying to answer the question. Some of them do not want to be asked the question at all, and it's a red flag when you ask them the question. Some men, few of them, in the past week have not come to say yes. Even though common knowledge says this table is making reference to a woman's financial contribution to a relationship or marriage, they have been kind enough to now clarify that When they're asking about the table, they're not asking solely about money or career or your achievement. They're not asking about your portfolio. They're basically not asking, do you have sense? Meaning, what they're asking you about are things that cannot be quantified financially or things that money can buy. There's qualities that... has now become a requirement. You know, back in the day, it was a lot easier to have relationships and maintain them. These days, not so much. So here are the list of things to bring to the table in 2024. Are we ready? Let's go. First is wisdom. They want you to bring wisdom to the table. Meaning can they pick your brain on the most random topics at the most bizarre times and they will be able to count on your judgment. Meaning that, apart from the things you know, have you been able to learn new things? You know, for your sake or the sake of relationship or just for growth in general. Things that you're not familiar with. Have you been able to, are you able to just guesstimate and, you know, make sense out of your thoughts? There are many topics people have asked me about and I know absolutely nothing about. So when it comes to research, I'm very quick with that. Google, you find me there. And sometimes it's just my intuition that just tells me, mm, let's apply common sense. Would this work out this way? Because I'm a very thoughtful person. Maybe that's why it comes to me quite easy to just think on my, think fast on my feet. Who knows? But they're asking, can your brain be picked when it comes to them trying to make a decision and it's too late to consult their board of, you know, their board members or their friends and you're just the right the person sitting right next to them and they're just asking this question can they rely on your ability to make good judgment they're asking you do you have any wisdom another thing they want to know is intelligence are you smart can you talk business politics sports can you actually have a constructive conversation outside of makeup hair clothes gossip news party and sex can they you know, vibe with you. Cause there are some people that they're just hypersexuals. They're intelligent. They're what turns them on is what you have in your head. You know, they're very excited to talk to you. Do you read books? They want to know what inner qualities do you possess? Cause these days there's been so much focus on trying to look good on the outside, but the brain is empty. And how do I know? I've seen some street interviews. Hmm. They ask these ladies basic questions and it just blows my mind how much these generations do not know. Now, I actually appreciate, you know, the way our teachers were really hard on us back then and they will punish us for not getting a question right and all of that. Yes, these days they will say you don't need to have so many many degrees to be successful. However, you need to be a little bit educated to actually be successful, if you know what I mean. A lot of ladies cannot answer basic questions. They don't know anything without Siri or Google. Even with Google, they don't even know how to do the research. So they're good on paper. Very good on paper. Pretty in pictures. In clothes, they look magnificent. But ask them an intelligent question, you're going to be breaking their back too much. Another quality that these men want us to bring to the table in 2024 is good communication. Are you intentional with your communication? Especially when your emotions are out of, like, off the roof. You're boiling for whatever reason. Your hormones are kicking in. You're not having a good day. Are you a good communicator? Are you still able to, you know, respectfully communicate are you gonna be ghetto are you going to lose your mind all the time and still throw tantrums and break things are you the one that just does a silent treatment and have the man figure it out and he's going crazy trying to understand what's wrong with you Do you just really terrible with communication? If you are, please leave relationship for relationship people, okay? These men are asking these questions intelligence, good communication, wisdom. They want to know are you understanding? Are you patient? When they say, okay, well, you want something right now, I cannot get it done right now. Are you able to wait? Are you able to understand and be kind and be courteous and know that, okay, well, if this person is telling me to wait, they must have a reason. You know, are you able to be grateful? Are you a naturally grateful person when you just don't say thank you when they do things for you? You actually remember the moments they have done for you in the exact moments that they're not able to come through for you. You know, many people, once you do something for them, they'll say thank you and just leave it alone. They will never remember the things that you have done. And those are the hardest to deal with because they will always blame you for not. Your shortcomings is you're not doing this, you're not doing that, you're not doing that for me, you're not doing all those things for me. But what about the ones that you have done didn't remember? Are you respectful? These men are asking, Do you have respect on the table for me? Were you raised right in a well-paced and balanced home? Are your parents together? Are they divorced? While the marriage, you know, before they got a divorce, how was the marriage between your parents like? If your parents are still married, if they're still together. How? What is their relationship like? How did they treat each other? What did you learn? What are you learning? What? Ha, what's the advice your parents have given you when it comes to managing a relationship? Because it's really, really important. And I, I was just watching like a preaching not too long ago before I came down for this recording, and it turns out that the pastor was saying abuse happens because. People have learned to know that it exists. Even though we might have this idea of, oh, my, my parents abuse each other verbally, emotionally, in whatever way, I would never do that to my spouse, right? But when you get older, even though you have vowed to not be like your abusive parent... You might still become abusive yourself because now you know that there's a possibility of abuse. They, they, you now know that it exists. You understand that we cannot do what we don't know exists. We cannot think past the things we have learned. So, if your parents are together, what's their relationship like? Because a lot of times, we are always we always end up we always end up being like that parent that we don't like. Because I don't know why, but in few cases I've actually seen that the quality there's some qualities that I don't like in you know my parents and I found myself doing the same thing and it took me a while to realize wait, I don't I don't wanna be like that. And I have to now consciously do the exact opposite of what I have come to learn in my household. My parents have you know, a good marriage, not the greatest, good marriage. I love them. My dad is cold. My mom is hot, too hot. When my dad is cold, he's too cold. So I have been able to find a lukewarm part of the relationship and hold on to it and also try to grow myself and not just go by the script I have learned. So it's really, really important for you to Find out the kind of home your spouse is coming from. These men want to know. That's why when they say, let me meet your friends, let me meet your siblings. They're not trying to, you know, propose to you immediately. They want to know the quality of fruit that came out of this family. And that is you. So good luck representing your family in the appropriate way. If you do not know that these men want to know your foundation, now you do. Another thing men want to know is spirituality. Do you have some level of discernment? I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about spirituality. I don't care much for religion. Everybody can do whatever they like. But when it comes to spirituality, we are all one. You need to grow yourself spiritually in whatever religion you practice. It doesn't really matter. But spiritual has to do with your inside. And your connection with the universe. I don't know how to break that down to you. I'm not a scholar. But you can always research that on your own. In essence, these men are saying that, look, the table is there. They have prepared the table. Or maybe not even fully prepared the table. But while they are trying to prepare the table, what are you bringing to the table? They are begging you not to bring baggage they don't want to bring they don't want you bringing your unhealed heart an empty brain or zero pedigree. They're tired. I saw this post that men would like pictures of naked women all day and marry people that look exact opposite like the pictures they like. Yeah, men don't care about your parents anymore. They don't care about how you brand yourself or package yourself anymore. They know that when it comes to relationship or marriage there is more to your physical they have now realized that it's less it carries less weight what you look like carries less weight compared to what they need from you which is can they rely on you to run a business with them can they rely on you to give them good advice they want to can they can like is your energy is your vibe positive are you able to encourage them when they are down when they don't have are you able to support them and understand and pray for them encourage them they want to know what is going to be your impact in their lives apart from you looking good and calling yourself a, a Gen Z body or a slay queen? Those terms are expired. Unless you're a Jesus body right now, whatever you're, you're selling is no longer on sale. It's not, it's not working out anymore. So while you're trying to navigate this new year and, you know, invest in clothes and hair and shoes and try to look your best, You should also be your best. I, (laughs) funny story, yeah. I realized that those girls, (laughs) this is just a side note. Those girls in my high school that were often overlooked by guys, the least popular girls have been married to good looking guys, successful guys for over a decade. My marriage is just five years old these girls are celebrating 12 13 years of marriage and i'm thinking what you know i was not popular in school but everyone knew me because i had this ridiculously tight skirt i was trying to belong you know i went from being a super jesus girl with oversized clothes to now trying to wear skimpy clothes i was just trying to find my identity but i was never popular but never non-existent however these ladies that the boys were not even talking to like nobody knew them their uniforms were oversized and stuff they would been married longer than we can remember Ah, so all the while we were thinking you gotta look good and you gotta look hard men were marrying the good ones I was lucky to get married apparently I'm the good one but I was trying to look like a baddie I was branding myself with the wrong clock. That clock would have ruined me. Because I, when it comes to short clothes, I can wear short, skimpy clothes. But I did not look like what I was on the inside. It took a guy that looked beyond my clothes to, to realize that this is actually a very godly girl. But I was not dressing like it. You know, so back then apparently these men have been going for godly girls that dress like godly girls then the rest of the type of girls that were they in the world or fake branding like me are now just getting you know to find our way back to spirituality and religion and maybe somebody will pick us up i'm lucky i got picked up because i keep telling my husband if you did not marry me i can tell you nobody else would have married me Anyways, on that note, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Opeka Starts. Your time and attention mean the world to us. If you enjoy the content, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Stay tuned for more engaging discussions and valuable insights in the episodes to come until next time take care and keep exploring the fascinating world we delve into on the Alpaca